to <gasps> the, the Slightly Credibles. We're going to say it at the same time from every time now, because that's <laughs> way too much fun. Just girls having fun. Are you having fun, Shelly? This I is fun. so much fun. So much fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Shelly. And I'm Abby. And we want to welcome you to the newest episode. First of all, before we get started, we yes. want to shout out a couple of people uh-huh. that have given us um, reviews on Apple. Yes. Podcast. Which, like, helps us out so much. You guys are way too nice. It's super helpful for people to find the podcast. Yeah. It puts us up in the search rankings. Yeah. And we appreciate everybody that's listened and shared it with their friends. We're just going to read a couple of comments and shout out a couple of people. Mm-hmm. These girls are hilarious and so much fun to listen to. My new favorite podcast. Oh, thanks, Julie. You're so nice. That's from Tanya MD one <gasps> No way. That's nice of her. Yeah. Thanks, Tanya. <laughs> Okay, and then this one is from A4 April. I really like this podcast because it's fun, unique, and upbeat. Try something new and listen to the Slightly Credible. Actually, stop. Oh, is that not you again? No, it was April. Oh, what? Thanks, April. <laughs> Thanks, April. Okay, and then on social media, we want to shout out Roy Lamoda for yep. liking and commenting on our Number post. one fan. <laughs> Also, we want to officially announce that there will be a season two of Slightly Credibles. Yes. I was going to say, <laughs> you know what I was going to say. Shit, my mom got to me. So, oh, my mom doesn't want me to swear on here, guys. <laughs> so we are so excited that we're going to have the second She's season. She's going to be so happy that I stopped myself from saying that. She's going to be ecstatic. Okay, sorry. So, this is a very exciting announcement. I'm so sorry. So since we're having the second season, we do um, ask for people that have ideas. Yes. Suggestions for guests. Yes. Please go ahead and email them to us at slightlycredibles at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Or you can DM us on social media on Instagram at slightlycredibles. Talk to us on there because we like talking to you guys. It's fun. Yeah. Um, also, send Abby us runs the Instagram. Don't send nudes. You'll get Okay, blocked. you can send them to my personal account. That's <laughs> Avricadonovan. If you want to be black, send nudes. Um, <laughs> um, Just all, make them good. I want them artistic, you know? Oh, my like, God. Like, cool lighting, <laughs> like, fun lighting. Even if, like, you want to send me Polaroids, that'd be cool. That is crazy. <laughs> Please oh do it, please. Okay, uh, also we have a That Facebook. could be our thing. No! Yeah, I'm that like... could be the Slightly Credibles thing. Like, all of our fans send us, like, Polaroids of themselves naked. I don't they'll want be... to see that. Shelby, they'll be tasteful. <laughs> <laughs> they'll be tasteful. Oh, my gosh. I mean, our fans are very tasteful. Oh, yeah, we have such tasteful fans. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure they look beautiful naked. <laughs> Them. Yes, of course. <laughs> wow. Also, we have a Facebook page. I didn't know if you knew that, but we have a Facebook page. I do now. We do. We have a Facebook page. <laughs> I'm so involved with the business sides of things. So today, are we ready for our new, like, the topic of today? I am so ready. Okay. So. I know what it is. Today's topic mm-hmm. is, it's, it's not just like a conspiracy theory. It's like, okay. a, it's about a person, and then there's conspiracy theories surrounding this person. Ooh, okay. Yeah, and it's somewhat relevant. Oh, to today? Yeah. Because I'm going on a plane tomorrow? <laughs> no. <gasps> oh, by the way, a lot of pilots are getting drunk, so I need to make sure that my pilot's not drunk beforehand. Yeah, go into that cockpit and be like, are you drunk? Yeah. 
I'll bring a breathalyzer. Excuse what? me, sir. You with the hat. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, that's so funny that you mentioned that because that's something that we're going to talk about a little bit. No, wait, really? That's, like, mm-hmm. a problem right now. Like, lots of pilots are, like, getting disgruntled about their jobs. No and offense so to like pilots. drinking? Apparently, there's been a lot of drunk pilots lately. So, in case you haven't guessed... I don't guessed, blame them. The topic of today's episode is Amelia Earhart. <gasps> I'm just kidding, I knew. So, we're going to talk a little bit about Amelia herself, and then we're going to talk about the theories surrounding her disappearance. Can you pull up a picture of her? Can I see her? Yes, actually, I wanted to show you a video, and I'll show you in just a minute. We have okay. like, an actual video from 1930s of her. Oh, because wow. Because she was that big of a deal. Wow. Okay, so we'll start Was out. she cute? Yeah, I was mean. Was she fun? Was she fun? Yeah, like, yes. was, did she, she was have, a like, total, a personality? She was a total badass. Really? for that time. Yes. Okay. Was she married? Yeah, actually, but there's stuff about that, too. Okay, so Amelia Earhart was born in 1897. Wow, just think about that. Yeah. That's, Isn't that crazy? That's, like, that's over a century That's ago. insane. Yeah. Like, to me, that's, like, wasn't that, like, when Jesus was around? <laughs> Not quite, but yeah. What? Yeah, I'm sure she knew him, right? She, yeah. They she were told, tight. They were, like, BFFs. All three of them. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> the Holy Spirit. Holy Trinity. Oh, I, t- I guess all four of them. That would be four. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Okay, so um, Amelia Earhart was born in 1897. Wow. She was an aviation pioneer, an so author, cool. and an American an icon. Author. Yeah, and she was especially important for women. Yes, she was. Her I said sh- that like I'm like from eight. Yes, that's correct. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Back when I was in the Flappers Club, we used to talk about her all the time. <laughs> like, she was big news. Flappers? Wasn't that 20s? Yeah, but she was around then. Okay, She cool. was in her 30s then. Okay, cool. Her late 20s and early 30s. I guess 30s. it doesn't matter, because we're... Slightly, slightly credible. Oh, my God, you caught on to that so good. Sorry. Okay, <laughs> so, I'm really getting us off track. I'm going to let you talk. When she was born, her upbringing wasn't necessarily traditional. Ooh. Uh, and I think that's what caused her to pursue a career that was outside of the gender norms at the time. Ooh, like hippies, you mean? Back in back in the 1800s, women had a certain role, yeah. and they had to fulfill that role, and it was ingrained in them from when they were a child. Mm-hmm. And Amelia... And still we're dealing with remnants of that today. Yes. And Amelia and her sister, their mother said, you guys, I'm not going to control you, and I'm not going to say that you can't play outside, and you. I want you to go on adventures. I want you to be unique individuals. Aww. I'm not going to tell you that because you're a girl, you can't do X, Y, or Z. And their dad was pretty supportive of this, too. <gasps> oh, I love supportive men. And when Amelia was young, her uncle built a ramp in their backyard, and she took, like, some sort of, like, cart. I'm imagining, like, a red wagon. I don't know why. I don't think this was yeah, a Yeah, why does this sound like Up? Like, the story of Up. It kind of yeah. is. I think that that's who I was going to her... say, is she, like, kind of based on her? Yeah, I bet. Yeah, because she had, like, the aviator hat on and Yeah, stuff. so they... She took this cart off this ramp, and it crashed and burned. She told her sister... After the crash, she got, like, a bloody lip and everything. She was like, it was amazing. It was like I was flying. (gasps) And then when she was a little bit older, her dad paid this pilot at, like, a fairground sort of thing. He had an old warplane, and he was taking people up in the plane, like, a ride, like a carnival ride. Yeah. And he paid $10 for him to take Amelia up in the air. That's a lot of money. It was a lot of money back then. Yeah. I think she really wanted to go. And it was, like, a 10- or 20-minute flight. Wow. That's a lot of money. Taking off, 
going around in a circle and coming back. Oh, okay. But she knew right after that flight that that's what she wanted to do. Whoa. So. Oh, that's so cool. I love her already. I want to yeah. see a picture of her. So, let me I want to be her friend. This. Too bad she's dead. Actually. Oh, is she really alive? No. Oh. Actually, speaking of being her friend, this <gasps> is this is so, like, weird and random. And I guess it might be partially why I picked the topic. Ryan's great-grandma was one of the first female pilots, too. And she knew Amelia, Amelia Earhart. Because there were what? so few of them, they all knew each other. Are you kidding me? No. Shelly, that is so cool. Isn't that cool? That is she so was, cool. Um, women weren't allowed to fly in combat. She trained pilots on how to fly. That is so sick. Yeah. So after that flight that mm-hmm. she took that her father paid $10 for. Wow. Good dad. She decided that she was going to become a pilot. Like nothing was going to stop her. So she took a bunch of jobs, a different, like she became a photographer, a truck driver, a stenographer. She worked at a telephone company and she saved up money over time. She saved a thousand dollars for flying lessons. Wow. And her mom even contributed, even though her mom was like, I don't know, like I yeah. love you and I want you to pursue your dreams, but this is also this is a different time. Yeah. yeah. And a woman taught her how to fly named Anita Snook. She was the 16th woman in the United States to get her piloting license. Wow. So at the time, adventurers and people who were setting new world records, those were kind of the people who were getting celebrity status and lots of news at the time. Mm. They were in the news a lot. They were pushing the boundaries of what we thought was possible. That's funny, the difference in celebrities these days. Yeah. In 1928, she was the first female passenger to cross the Atlantic Ocean. Wow. So at the time, there had been, I think, one or two people, but they were both men. Hmm. And then in 1928, they were like, how can we make this transatlantic flight, this nonstop transatlantic flight, newsworthy that we want to do? Uh. And they're like, let's add a woman. Uh. So... Because she did that. It sounds familiar to these days. I know. How can we make our movies popular? Let's add um, diversity. Yeah. They're yeah. like, let's just add, you know, something yeah. else. Or let's add a gay person. Yeah. And it's like, okay, this gay person is so unrealistic. And um, Amelia was like, she kind of felt like she was just a prop mm, in that whole thing. As she should. But at the same time, because of that, she became an instant celebrity. Oh, I love her. Switching her narrative. So... People wanted to meet her. People were really excited about it. But she said, she decided that she was going to fly it herself. Because she was like, I don't want to be just the passenger. I can do yeah. this. Also, on that first flight with Wilmer Schultz, I guess she was sitting like in the back of the plane. There, I think it was her and then Wilmer Schultz and then a co-pilot. Mm. So she was really just literally like a passenger. Yeah. And when they took off and they flew out of, I believe it was New York City... When they took off, she, the door flew open. That was like right. Next oh my god! To her. Yeah, so she was like, "Oh my gosh!" She oh my god! Fell out of the plane. Yeah. Um, but she, everything turned out okay. They closed it, and she was fine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, in 1932, she decided this was when she was like, "Hey, it's my turn. I'm going to be the first woman mm. to do the solo transit plane." Hell flight. yeah! So she took a Lockheed Vega 5B plane. And it was, Ooh, she made it. I don't know what that means, but that sounds cool. I can show you a picture of the plane uh, in a bit. Yeah, I want pictures. I'm like a little kid. After that flight, she was known like worldwide. Because that, that's huge. Yeah. yeah. Especially at the time, because I don't even know, we had just like gotten the right to vote. Like it was a yeah, big deal like, for Yeah, women. this is huge. 
And also, I thought this was funny. I had heard this somewhere. When she she was originally trying to fly into London, from New York City to London. Okay. But instead, she got off course a little bit from the wind, and she landed in Ireland. And this uh, what? Farm, yeah, this farmhand came out. To Just her. a little off course. <laughs> this farmhand came out and said, "Have you been flying very long, ma'am?" And she was like, "I came from America." Yeah. <laughs> and he was long? like. You don't know long, honey. <laughs> he was like, what? Because it was not really heard of, you know? There yeah. There's only been, like, a handful of people who had flown mm-hmm. that far. So She's cool. She did that, and now I'm going to show you the video. This is the cool. reception that she had in New York City. <gasps> oh, my gosh. This is like a Mickey Mouse episode. I know. Would it be better if it's smaller? Da, 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 da. That's the mayor of New York. Wow. He looks like Tom Hanks. Yeah, he does. Wow. And then she met with the president. Oh my god. And they gave her a medal. She got married to this guy named George Putnam. He was a pu- book publisher. Okay. So they met when he decided to help her write a book mm. about her aviation exploits. Yeah. Not long after he wrote the book, they decided to get married. But she had a bunch of conditions about getting married. That oh. Today, it doesn't seem like a big deal, but back then it was kind of uh, scandalous. Like, she was going to keep her own last name. And she told him, like, I need to be able, like, I don't want to be a homemaker. Like, I need to still be able to fly. Yeah. And I need to have, like, an equal say in what we do. Like, different, you know, like, yeah. today Basically just, like, standard. today, yeah. But back then it was kind of like, wow. Yeah. Because she was like, I don't want to get married if I have to give up my, my life. freedom. Yeah. yeah. And he said, that's totally fine. Um, oh, I love him. Yes, him. Yes, and, go, George. Okay, then in 1937... They had decided that she was going to try to fly completely around the world. And it wouldn't be nonstop. Like, you'd have to stop. Yeah, yeah. That's what I heard, yeah. But it was going to take 42 days. They used... Okay, this is the Lockheed Electra 10E. It's a similar version to the one that she used uh, in the transatlantic flight, but this is a more souped-up version. Souped up. I love that. Her plane also had to carry extra fuel because yeah. the distances she was going to travel, I think they said there was a thousand gallons of fuel on this, and that makes it what? very, very heavy. Yeah. And I think I don't know how things fly. I kind of feel like that. I, I'm not. How an does engineer. that fly? I'm not an engineer, but I kind of feel like that might have been part of the problems that they they had. Because okay, so the first time they decided to try this, she had a whole team of people. She had people on the ground, and she had. A navigator with her and a co-pilot. They flew from California to Hawaii. This was the first attempt. Okay. And then when that's they were, still a long flight for me. It is. When they were going to take off from from Hawaii, when she took off, one of the wings caught more air, and then the plane went <gasps> vertical. Oh. And oh. so they crashed, and the plane sustained over thirty-five thousand dollars. Back then, $35,000 worth of damage, which was like half of the value you of the plane. You might as well just buy a new plane. The guy that was her navigator at the time 
said that it was pilot error. They blamed it on Amelia. <gasps> and that but it wasn't? It might have been. Uh, it's really easy to make mistakes. Yeah. But regardless, they, they didn't give up. They were like, okay, well, we'll just try again. Wow. And then... After, they must be rich. I think they were pretty wealthy. Yeah. Uh, they got the plane all fixed up, and then about three months later, they decided to take off again and try it again, but they decided, oh, we have to go the opposite way because of the jet streams and all this other stuff. Okay. So then they took off, and they went from the east. They started out in California, went to Florida, to South America, over to Africa. They stopped in India, and they were almost done. They were... I think they had two days left of this journey. <gasps> then there's a dashed line instead. See the dashed line? Do you know what that means? She's dead. They don't know what happened. They literally, like, nobody knows what happened. What do you mean? They... Doesn't Amelia know? She's... They never found her. So she never made it back? She never made it back. Wait, what? Yeah, that's the whole thing. You didn't know that. She didn't I didn't know that she didn't make it back. She I thought she back. made, she flew around the world. No, she attempted to and she almost did it, but she disappeared. What? Mm-hmm. What? Why did I think she did it? Because <laughs> she's famous. And I think the reason she's so famous is because of this disappearance. Because she was so famous at the time, and then when a famous person goes and they go missing, yeah, doing a feat that they had publicized, like everybody in the whole yeah, world, yeah, that was kind of dumb on her part. Everybody in the world was like paying attention to this because it was a huge deal, yeah. and then she disappeared. What? So did she fall in the ocean? So on this second attempt where they went east. She had a new navigator. His name was Fred Noonan. So it was just Amelia. And that's when they disappeared. Amelia Earhart and Fred Noonan. And he was an expert celestial navigator. So he could tell by where the stars, stars were, where they were going. However, the first navigator, I think his last name was Manning. Did they disappear in the Bermuda Triangle? They did not. They oh, okay, disappeared okay. over the Pacific Ocean. The initial navigator that she had, Manning, he was an expert navigator too. And he knew Noonan. And he said that Noonan liked to drink a lot. And that might become an what issue. What the? F I literally was just talking about pilots being drunk. I know. Fred! But they don't know. Like, that's just an assumption. They don't know. They were probably like, yeah, look, we're all the way half. We're, like, more than halfway there. We've got, what, like, ten more hours. But also... Him the, and Amelia were like, let's just have some fun. The plane basically drives itself. <laughs> the, the night before they took off... Um, I get it, Fred. Before they disappeared, they had gotten into an argument as well. Amelia and Fred? Yeah, and... Imagine that. And... In a little plane? Amelia was very sick. She had, like, gastrointestinal upset. And she had a pre-existing medical condition with her sinuses. And I don't know if you've ever flown on the plane with a Yeah, controls, with a... Yeah. But what it the? was like that all the time. It's and like a recipe for disaster. Pilot, yeah. And then not only that, but, like, earlier in their journey, to make room for the weight of the fuel, they took out their life draft. They took out a, their, is a stenograph machine or their Morse code Like machine. their help? Like, their only source of help? They had a radio. They had the plane radio. And Did she radio in? That, yes. Like, oh, I'm excited. Like, but they took out their Morse code machine. Neither one of them knew how to use more Morse code. So they took that out. That's and Dwight. then they had a secondary antenna attached to the plane or like a, some sort of antenna that wasn't standard but was supposed to help communicate better. 
And they were like, this is too much weight. So What? And then she had some, like, good luck charm that she was like, well, we don't need this. Are you kidding me? <laughs> took oh, a bunch of- wait, it's a good luck charm. Throw Fred out the window. <laughs> so they took out all this stuff, and it was all stuff that they probably could have used. Yeah. In the event of a disaster. I wonder while it was going happened. down, they were just like, damn it. <laughs> I know. You know, like while they were going down. So, wow, you know what would be really useful right now? Morse code. <laughs> From the Wikipedia page, the pair departed Miami on June 1st of 1937. And after numerous stops in South America, Africa, and the Indian subcontinent and, the, and Southeast Asia, they arrived at Leh, New Guinea on June 29th. 1937. Ooh. At this stage, about June, about 22,000 miles of the journey had been completed, and they only had 7,000 miles left. And that's going to be over the Pacific Ocean. Okay. And she'd done that before, right? Like, flew over the Pacific, or was it the Atlantic? She flew over the Atlantic. Oh, okay. On July 2nd, 1937, Earhart and Noonan took off from the Leigh Airfield, and their plane was very, very heavy. When they took off... A lot of people were afraid that they weren't going to make it off the ground because the plane was so heavy. And it was just because of the fuel. Because they needed that fuel to get to the next stop. Yeah. Because it was like the longest one they were going to do. Yes. They probably just ran out of fuel and died. That's what some people think. So they were trying to get to Howland Island. That's what it's called. And there was even a giant naval ship. Looks like the Titanic. It's huge. um, That was waiting for them. Oh. Howland to help refuel them to get to the next stop. Oh, okay. Now, I don't know if from Leigh to Howland is the longest distance that they did, but it was a long distance, mm-hmm. and they were worried about the fuel. They said, okay, we have enough that we could fly 24 hours, and this flight is only 20 hours. Mm. So they were going to fly, like, the 20-hour distance. That's kind of like a... Very small window, only yeah. four hours. And then there was this whole thing about uh, they had to combat some clouds or some wind or something, so she had to ascend yeah. to over 10,000 feet, and that took some of the fuel, and then they got off course a little bit, and, like, all this thing, all these things happened. Four and she hours. she did radio in to uh, the ship. It says... During Earhart and Noonan's approach to Howland Island, the Itasca, which is that ship, mm-hmm. received strong and clear voice transmissions from Earhart, identifying as K-H-A-Q-Q, but she was apparently unable to hear transmissions from the ship. So mm. she could talk to them, but they, she couldn't hear them. Mm. And she needed to so she could find their way. It was very overcast and cloudy, and so she had said, Earhart on Northwest S-E-Z, running out of gas, only one half hour left. Can't hear us at all. Itasca, we may, must be on you, but we cannot see you, and gas is running low. We're unable to reach you by radio. We are flying at 1,000 feet. So they were close by. They were really close to where they were supposed to be landing to get refueled. Oh. Earhart's transmission seemed to indicate that she and Noonan believed that they had reached Howland's charted position, which was incorrect, by about five nautical miles. Mm. So... So she was dumb. <laughs> so I'm just kidding. Like they were running out of gas. Obviously, they were panicked. They were looking for this island. Now, here's An the thing: island's got to be hard to find. Actually, in the middle of the ocean. What somebody compared the owl, the island of Howland, like finding a piece of yeah, right? in the ocean. Like you have to know where you're going. And yeah. back then, they didn't have GPS. They didn't have like satellites. So how are you supposed to know them. like that you're 
ta- they were supposed to be like hearing from the radio back and forth. And this guy that was supposed that to be navigating was supposed sense. to be able to like take care of that part of the deal. It's from the stars? And like... Okay, psychic. <laughs> they disappeared. Ships were sent out to look for them. They were like, oh my gosh, they must have crashed. Let's find them. Maybe yeah. they landed on another island. Because I'll show you where... Okay, so here's where they are. Here's where they're going. That's like the island. You literally can't even see the island. It's a dot. And then there's where they were going to end up in Honolulu. Oh. And that doesn't look that far, but that is an... Huge. A huge distance. Like, if it takes 20 hours to get there, yeah, it's a long ways. But look at all these little islands. Yeah, so okay. they could, like, find another little island. So this is where the conspiracy comes in. And didn't repopulate. Oh, yay! Because nobody has ever been able to find out what happened to him. Nobody's found the plane. Nobody's been able to... There's been lots of people that said, I think the wreck is here. Or, look, here's a plane wreck. Is it them? But they still haven't been able to find it. Why don't they... Look There's been, it. like, so many people that have gone out to look really? for Really? Even the guy who discovered the Titanic. That's why I decided to do this one. Because earlier this year, the guy who discovered the Titanic was like, let's find Amelia Earhart's crash. And they haven't found it yet. Wow. All right, well, it sounds to me like Fred got drunk. <laughs> and they didn't plan this out good enough. <laughs> okay, so here are the conspiracy theories. Okay. And some of them get, like, we're going to start out with, I love regular, wacky. and we're gonna get wacky. Give me wacky. The first one is crash and sink. A lot of people believe that the plane ran out of fuel. Yeah. They crashed, and they just landed in the sea, and died. Yeah, that's what I think. So the second theory is called the Gardner Island theory. The island Ooh. is now called Evil Natives shot them down. There's nobody living on it. Oh, okay. So it was close enough by that. I heard- People theorize that they could have landed there out of an emergency because they didn't have... What if they drive to that, I mean, swim to that island or ship their way to that island and look for, like, a campfire? So that's <laughs> so some people believe that they got marooned there. Around April 1940, a skull was discovered <gasps> on the island. On that island? On that island. Oh, just one? Just one. And about 12 other bones. So, when they were initially looking for them, they did fly over that island. Like, the searchers flew over that island. Okay. And looked? And looked. But they didn't go down on the island. That's they classic. They flew over. SOS. There's somebody on the island, and the plane drives by. So. Classic. Why don't you inspect an island? If there's an think, island you're looking for people, I think because inspect the island. I think there's literally hundreds of islands. Oh, okay. So, they were just flying over, like, hey, let's look for this plane crash. It might be in the water. Maybe they're on an island. We don't know. So, they yeah. flew over. They didn't see anybody. Mm. So, I think they didn't land. And... And then years later, somebody was like, hey, by the way, there's a skull on this island. And then this guy, Gerald Gallagher, took the skull to this other researcher. His name was Dr. D.W. Hoodless. He was like, hey, is this skull Amelia Earhart's skull? And the guy was like, nah, this is a male skull. And then, but wasn't she with Fred? Exactly. She was with Fred. So it could have been him. Yeah. And then not only that, he was like, let's get rid of the bones. <laughs> what? Yeah. So they were like, ah, it's not Amelia. Let's just get rid of the bones. So the bones are missing. Um, some people speculate wow. that they were burnt. That's why Fred was a drunk, because nobody gave a shit about him. <laughs> so, so um, and that's the thing is, like, if they would have kept the bones, they could have tested them now with more modern yeah. technology. But they didn't. 
And wow, this just sounds like a lot of dumbos. The, uh, Hoodless took a bunch of notes on the skull before it was disposed of, and somebody recently looked at those notes and said, "Well, actually, it could have been a female." Um, because she was 5'8", and... Oh, my God! Yeah. They found a shoe on the <gasps> island. What? Yeah. Oh, I wish I had a picture of the shoe. There's, like, a BuzzFeed video about Amelia Earhart's disappearance, and they show a picture of the shoe. And the shoe, they were like, oh, look, it's the same exact shoe Amelia was wearing on her flight. What? But it's the wrong size. Oh. Okay, then it's not... <laughs> But I feel like, how did they know if it, it could have been Fred's shoe, right? Because it was like a stand, it was like a shoe that a bunch of different people wore. Oh, okay. So it could not, it could have not been her shoe, but it also very well could yeah, have been Yeah, everybody Fred's seems shoe. to forget about Fred. She wasn't alone. And then here's the other thing. The celestial freak. Everybody's like, well, why isn't there like a full body there if it's them? Like, why isn't there like a full skeleton? I don't know. Here's the thing. There are these crabs. Oh, <gasps> Oh my gosh, bone-eating crabs? Yeah, actually. Wow, that's fun. They're called coconut crabs. Look at the size. That looks like it's going to eat your freaking bones. Yeah. they're. Oh my god. So, if they landed on this island and they survived and they probably ate some of these crabs or whatever, I mean, I would like work with. Yeah, that sounds, I love crab meat. (laughs) (laughs) And so like, let's, but if they died... The crabs would have eaten their bodies. Yeah, right? There's things there to eat them. And somebody that knows a lot about these crabs said, well, if they find, like, something that they can take back to their, like, nest, like a uh, bone. Like a bone, perchance? Yeah, it's so that's why there wow. might not be a lot of bones left. Wow. If they landed there. Okay, now we're going to get into another crazier theory. Love that. So the next theory is the <laughs> Japanese capture theory. Oh, I am in. Okay, so there's a theory that they got so off course that they landed on the island of Saipan. So, and at the time, we were not on good terms with Japan. And some people say that Amelia and Fred crash landed there and they were captured by the Japanese and held in prison. Yeah. Other people said that Amelia was a spy. She didn't seem happy to be with the mayor. She was, no, I mean, like, she was a spy for the U.S. government. Oh. Instead of landing at Howland Island, yeah, I she mean, was she doesn't look like she could be Japanese. North and go check out the Marshall Islands and do reconnaissance and pretend to crash land so that they could be there because they weren't allowed to be there. Whoa. This is straight from the Wikipedia page. A rumor claimed that Earhart had made a propaganda radio broadcast as one of the many women compelled to serve as Tokyo Rose. People, including her husband, were like, nah, that's not her. But some people think she flipped and joined the Japanese. I see that for her. I see that journey for her. (laughs) You know what I mean? There's two more theories. One is that she had come back to the United States... And they murdered her. And that she assumed a different identity. (gasps) Yes. Tired of being famous. And (laughs) she decided to become this other person. Maybe she had, like, a really, like, self-discovery. I mean, like, that many hours on a plane with a dude you don't like, who's probably (laughs) drunk all the time and says he can talk to stars. Like, (laughs) I feel like that's, like, a year of self-discovery, you know? And then she changed her name to Irene Craig Milbolem. 
Huh? And this guy. Why? That's, that's a like bad name to choose. Her name. And Irene? okay, let's see. If you had the choice to name yourself, you're going to name yourself Irene? This claim had originally been raised in the book Amelia Earhart Lives in, in 1970 by author Joe Class. And I, the actual Irene Bolum, like they were like, you're Amelia Earhart. She sued him. She was like, I am not Amelia Earhart. That's exactly Leave what Amelia Earhart would do. She doesn't even look like Amelia Earhart. Oh, okay. But that's so dumb. <laughs> but that is exactly what Amelia Earhart would do is sue. She's just like, Leave Does me that mean, come on. Okay. I'm ready for the last conspiracy. <gasps> yeah. Is it aliens? Aliens! Aliens! <laughs> uh, Amelia Alien Earhart. Woo! So, oh my god, air is in her name, and she, like, flew through air. Yeah, I mean, she was born to be pilot. There's always going to be the possibility that she flew around with Fred, and the aliens were like, yo, what up? Yo, y'all, let's just fuck with these earthlings one more time. How about? They, like, abducted okay. her in a plane, and now she's, like, Who this bitch? space captain in space. Yeah, maybe they're sexist <laughs> aliens, and they're like, what? Women? <laughs> Accomplishing things? <laughs> <laughs> Let's stop this now. <laughs> so, well, they were abduct- I love it. They I were abducted by aliens. aliens. Oh, my. Okay, here was my. <gasps> you have a my theory. theory? Yeah. I love this. I want to say mine too. Okay, so it was alien space crabs. Vampire. Oh, crabs! <laughs> because of the crabs. Because the bone-eating crabs. Because yeah. they probably ate them on the island. I think they the went to the island. The crabs were actually aliens. And oh shit. But I don't think they ate them. I think they were like, do you want to be a crab alien too? And they were like, yes. Yes, I think so too. I think the aliens, <laughs> I think that the aliens were like on her side and they're like, yo, this bitch seems tight. Yeah, fly, they need a new fly pilot. around some world. Yeah. Pick up some crabs while we at it. What's your favorite food, girl? She's like, bitch, you gotta try these crabs, bro. <laughs> these crabs are good as hell, boy. And guess what fun fact? They eat your bones. What? Okay, let's try them. Crab me for days. Okay, what's your theory? Uh, that is my theory. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's my theory. Or vampires came. <laughs> and <laughs> there were vampires on the island. There was like a, um, there's, ev- there's evidence that on that island there's a cellar. Um, under the sand where the bones were, that was like mark X marks the spot. And if you go on the island, you're gonna find a map to find the cellar. And she's still down there to this day because vampires live forever. So she's 120 years old. Woo! Boom. Okay, that was Amelia Earhart. I mean, it, the theory, like I'm set on the vampire theory. I think whoever made up that one was really. I think that's right. That's right. Uh huh. They're so smart. I mean, I feel like it's going to be something that even our grandkids are going to be like, nobody knows. Yeah. They did find Titanic, so you never know. That's, yeah, it would be really cool to find the plane. That'd be really cool. Yeah. Put it in a museum. Put, but put regardless. Put all the trees and put them in a tree museum. <laughs> regardless. Charge the people a dollar and a half to see you. Oh, no, no, Amelia, where did you go? I don't know nobody, no. Also ADD. All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. This was an episode of The Slightly Credible. Oh, it was so fun. Bye. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Calling planes 
on the island. This is Amelia Earhart and her drunk friend. Hey. And we're we're falling onto an island. I think I see some people down there. Are they? They're Those are crabs. They're so white and they got pointy teeth and they're eating crabs. Oh no, we're falling! Oh my God, my last wish is for you to subscribe to Slightly Credible Swan.